0: All right, hey do hey, and welcome to another episode of the Brain Dump Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Jessie Wallacher, with the Rock Solid Gym Method, which includes courses, journals, one-on-one coaching, and oh, so much more. Here, we like to talk about and help you see that you do not need to wait until you have the dream body, until everything is perfect, and you have overdone it in order to create the life that you want, in order to actually get healthy, and in order to heal the unhealthy relationship with food, fitness, and your body that you have unintentionally created. <laughs> I'm here to help you see a new perspective and see that change is okay um, with food and a quote-unquote healthy life without feeling like you are having an identity crisis or needing to change yourself entirely in order to do so, okay? It's just a couple of quick changes that we need to make, and I'm here to help you do that. So here I want to talk about something maybe a little bit different, but it's been a big impactor now that I've like consciously been doing it in healing a bunch of different things and areas. So I'm gonna definitely relate it to my main topics of food, fitness, and body image, but um, also just like outside experiences like that. So, um, and that is creating new memories. So a lot of times when we are going through change, um, whether it is a healing change or um, I'm relating this to a breakup as well. So a lot of times we have mixed feelings or emotions and emotional attachments do hold a lot of weight and there is a lot with that. Like I've always said, health is a lot more mental than it is physical. It's mental and emotional. And until you really acknowledge and accept and realize that, it makes things a lot harder. So what I want to do is show you how, for me, creating new memories has really helped in healing and changing that and making it consciously. I would say like the last six to eight months, I've been really conscious on wanting to change like memories and changing them for the current time now without it feeling weird. So for instance, um, unintentionally and unknowingly when I was first going through this work and really working on healing my fear foods, depending on where you're, um, I guess areas that you were involved in, if you've heard this before, but fear foods or fear foods that maybe were like off limits or you couldn't have or were only for cheat days, but even on the cheat days, you felt guilty and bad for having them. Um, these are the things that they're not like the healthiest thing in the world, but um, you dive way too far deep into the sun and you start fearing and questioning every little thing that isn't like chicken and broccoli and rice, and even rice is a little bit questionable depending how bad your diet and view of food gets. But for me, a lot of those foods, I had to mentally talk myself through it of saying, yes, this is higher in fat, but that is okay. Yes, this is more carb dense and there's nothing like good about it or quote unquote good about it. Like, yeah, it doesn't have protein in it. And I think that's, this is my thing on cravings and things like that. Like they're there for a reason, but this is where the fitness industry and the diet industry and nutrition and supplements and can go wrong is when there's so many different things out there for protein. So you're getting like your protein cakes, your cookies, your chips, like all those go-to cheat foods, all those bad foods. um, They get you with let's add protein to it. So you feel better about eating it. That's not the point here. You learn a lot from understanding what your cravings are telling you, and you're able to work on it and figure out exactly what's going on. And it's usually not that you are craving those foods and you have no control. Usually there's something underlying that, whether it's on a nutritional, molecular, chemical level, or it's an emotional level that you need to address things. And this is where taking a step back and not just blindly following all the rules that are out there from every different person that thinks every different thing is going to be beneficial. So I had to change my fear of food, just food in general, in order to have healing in order to change that. So it was memories and it was just time and moments in existence. Like I can vividly remember forcing myself to eat my egg omelet of like a half a dozen eggs with like maybe an maybe one yolk because yolks were bad and you could only have egg whites and I'm somebody who will eat my plate. I will finish yours I will have dessert and I'll most likely have a snack afterwards and I couldn't get myself to eat I would rather go hungry and not eat at all that day than force myself to do it so I had to change all of that and that's where I accidentally became like plant-based vegetarian vegetarian now I eat eggs which I never thought I would. It's like six, seven, eight years later and I'm finally eating eggs. But I had to change all of that and change my view on it. So I was terrified of carbs. I was terrified of any little thing. And when I saw somebody say like one of their meals was beans and rice, that blew my mind that you could do that and still be a functioning human being. And like she was thinner. And how is that possible? (laughs) So It took a lot for me to be okay with that. And for a long time, I went from spiraling to allowing myself to eat anything and everything and feeling really bad and bloated and gross and uncomfortable because I wasn't doing it well, but I had to change my relationship with a lot of food. Like I would go to Quick Trip on a really bad day, get the half-price donuts where you could get like two for one, and just eat that top of everything else. And I felt sick. I felt so bad, but it was a form of like coping and de-stressing and just very bad as well. (laughs) Do not recommend doing it in that sense, in that mindset. So now I need to consciously, when I'm going to eat those foods, like it's a lot easier now, but going into it of like, this is something that's totally fine. I'm going to enjoy it. It's this and that's it, and there's no other stress or worry about it. Like, it's just that. And this takes time because there's a lot going off of that, whether it's months, years, decades, whatever it might be, but it does take time. But each time that you consciously choose and remind yourself that we're changing it for the better, that I want this to be a more positive thing, I don't want this to be consuming and... Be negative because those negative emotions do cause stress and stress will build up in your body and it will turn things to fat and it will go into survival mode because your body doesn't know the difference between actually life-threatening and not life-threatening stress is always the same so if you're able to take the stress away from that thing it's going to be a lot easier and then your body just works through it it's totally fine it gets rid of it you poop it out and it's great You just have maybe a little bit of extra energy for the following day or you're a little bit more sluggish depending on how your body is reacting and how things build up to it. But it all works together and the more you understand that, the better it gets. So that's on working through fear foods and that's on working through it. And the more you do it, the more you realize and the less the stress around that thing is, the more you realize that it does get better. It does get better. It does get easier. You don't feel physical weight being put on your body, looking or smelling or eating that thing. It just becomes a food. Nothing more, nothing less. And you base off what you actually want to eat off of how those things make you feel. Okay, so then on the other side is going to be gym and fitness ideas and experiences. So this can range from whether it's, I guess, for me, I had to. I had a certain image and idea of what fitness and what the gym had to look like in order for me to have a good workout. It had to have the right lighting, the right setup, the right weights, the right cables, the right bands, the right time of day, the right amount of people, the right people where I didn't feel um, bad or anything like that. Where I like kind of knew them but didn't know them. Like I saw them every day and it felt okay. Like it had to be down to everything. What I was wearing, the t-shirt I decided to wear, whether it fit well or not, the right sports bra, the right shorts, and like the right feeling in my body as well. It all needed to be the exact same. It all needed to work out in order for the workout to be good, whether it was the best workout or the worst workout. If it didn't have those things, it wasn't going to be good. So it had to start with that. Otherwise, it just wasn't a good time. And I needed to change that perspective in order to be open to changing my fitness routine. So I w- I've been training bodybuilders since I was like 15, 16. So that's very much the baseline of it. And it's changed and morphed as I've gone. and now I do CrossFit, and I never would have done that if I didn't change my perspective. And it started with, well, what kind of gym, when I was like getting burnt out and really wasn't enjoying it anymore, like what kind of gym, what kind of environment would I actually like to be in? And I laid it all out, and I explained it, and I started kind of just looking around and seeing what gyms like that looked like. I drove past a building one day that had garage doors, which I'd always liked. They had tires outside, and I saw people working out and lifting barbells, and like looking strong, like looking fit and athletic, which is what I always wanted to do. I wanted to be my best best version of an athlete. And it was that environment. But it had to happen to be a CrossFit gym. So I had to be like, is this going to be okay? Like, let's go try it out. Let's see what it's like. And it was fun. It was a new challenge. It really, like, I had to take a step back And look at myself as a newbie even though I had years and years and years of fitness under my belt. I had to take a step back and be okay with looking and being a new person or a newbie into this area of fitness in order to have a good experience with it. And in order to learn and to gain everything that I needed in order to excel. So it's also in that sense of changing your memory is kind of like taking your ego out of it looking at what is the bigger picture, what is the bigger outcome, is it worth it? Yes, it is going to be worth it if that's exactly what you're looking for. So in order for that to happen, you need to be okay with it. So changing that view of fitness and the gym, and this is something that I constantly have to do. So I was out for over a week, a week and a half, basically, and coming back, I knew that the next couple of days were going to be a little bit rough. Um, stay tuned for next week's. I'm going to kind of break down all of that stuff, (laughs) how to come back after like sickness or a break from the gym or whatever it is. And like, um, creating a solid baseline. So it's a lot easier and you come back um, stronger and can recover quicker anyways. So when I, where was I going with that? Um, oh, so I'd come back from and I knew the next couple of days were going to be a little bit rough, but I knew that I was still going to progress and it was going to be fine. So I had to check myself and be like, it's okay that my body like did one round of the workout and we still have like 11 minutes left and I am exhausted and can barely like move my body. That's okay. It'll come back first couple of days are always rough. I just need to get through it. I just need to go for the next 11 minutes, whatever that looks like. I can do as little or as much as I want to, but we're just going to see where we're at. So it's changing that. Whether it's a workout I'd done before, whether it's a weight I had uh, moved before and this time I'm not able to, it's okay. There are ups and downs. Like I could move the weight tomorrow and not be able to get anywhere near it today. And that's okay. It happens, like life happens, things change, and there's nothing wrong with that. So being able to adjust and remind yourself that it is going to get better, it is going to get stronger because you keep moving forward and you have that goal in mind, it is going to make it easier. So addressing that. Um, The next one that I want to talk about is experiences, just because this is the most current one that I'm acting on. So last year went through a really bad breakup and um this past year as well after I had worked through things, kind of processed, came to terms um and decided to move forward, my comfort zone is being alone and being single. So I needed to adjust that because once I got to a good spot in myself, I was like I'm comfortable staying this way for forever. Like that's fine. But I do need to get out of my comfort zone as well because part of me still does want to be in a relationship and see what dating is like and things like that. So I had to get out of my comfort zone in order to do that and grow and see what's possible and out there and everything like that. So one-on-one date and now he's my boyfriend. So (laughs) that went really well, the experience of dating. Um, But now with him... um, we like, I mean, it's cold out now and there's like COVID still going on. So we can't go out and do as many things, but, um, we like to go out to eat and we like to try new places and new experiences and things like that. And there have been a couple of times where like we went to one place and I had gone on a date with somebody before that, which kind of, um, that experience and that not even relationship, but, um, relations with that person, uh, kind of broke my heart as well. So having that, realizing that's where we were going was a place that we had gone on a date with. So I consciously, as we were walking up and I told him, I'm making a new memory with you and I want this to be a good one. I had gone on a date with somebody else beforehand, but I don't want that memory anymore. I don't want that to be like, this was his place. Like this is where I had that memory with him. I want to create a new one. And that's totally fine. And now that's what I think of when I think of that specific restaurant. Or more real life now, we're going to get sushi tonight. And there was a really good wine that I um, was suggested to get that goes well with sushi that I would always get when I um, would get sushi and dinner with my ex. And I really like that wine, but it is associated with him and with that experience of sushi with him, but I don't want that anymore. I don't want things to feel like they're off limits because of other memories and other experiences. So I told him I this was something associated with him, but I want to change that. I want it to be associated with you and dinner dates with us. So that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to have sushi and wine and it's going to be great. And it's a conscious choice of moving forward and moving past those memories, like, yeah, of course, some of them, some memories you may want to keep and some memories you may want to change, but they can exist together. But if it's a, if it was a bad experience or bad relationship or bad time, and you don't want that anymore, all it is, is choosing something else, is choosing a new memory, is choosing a new experience. And After choosing it and deciding that it's going to be that way, it's existing and being in the moment so you can actually take in everything and replace it and let it fill that area rather than something else. So that's what I've been doing (laughs) like outside of food and fitness in the gym is anything else is a new memory. And that goes along with body image too. Like the different outfits that I've worn or different clothes that, um, I wasn't comfortable in before, but I'm uncomfortable in now, or that I wasn't comfortable in before I'm getting rid of them and not wearing them anymore. So it can be changing it or it can be entirely getting rid of it, but it's all your choice. And I have just, f- my wardrobe is very small now. I'm looking in my closet. My wardrobe is very small now, but it's all things that I enjoy wearing. And even if like comments were made that unintentionally made me feel differently and not like certain pieces of clothing, I'm changing it now, or I'm getting rid of those thoughts and opinions now so that I can fully enjoy what I want to and what I like to wear. And yeah, (laughs) it's really just as simple as that. It's creating new memories. It's creating new thoughts. And that's the biggest thing here. We have so much underlying stress and fear associated with so many different things that aren't necessary. Like they don't need to be there. They don't need to exist there. And once you work on getting rid of it, it's not gonna be a quick snap of the finger and gone. This is going to take time. It is going to be work. But once you do let go of it and you move forward from it, It makes things so much easier. We are living in such chronic stress, and that stress weighs on us so much. So the more you're able to let go of it, the easier it gets. The easier it gets. It isn't easy day one. It gets easier the more you do it. Just like with anything. With any habit, it takes time. But it doesn't need to be perfect either. Like, there have been times and moments where, like, in the gym for me, like, I had my first panic attack, and in the gym and I hyperventilate and I need to be conscious of that. Was that the first and last time? No, I've definitely had panic attacks moving forward because I hold a lot of emotion and I guess you could say like (laughs) trauma and experiences, like a lot of that stuff comes up in my fitness. And as much as it is my therapy, I also need to be conscious and aware of it. So when it does come up, I adjust right away. And I've had to not care what anybody else thinks. I don't care if you can tell that I am losing it. I just need to get through this. And luckily I have great people around me who have supported me through that. And no, it's never perfect, but it is a lot better than it used to be. And that's, I think, the thing that I always was worried about. And um, like I do this with my journals and because I'm going through my 59 days to have a change. The biggest thing is that it's not about perfection. It's not about getting it right. It's not about never missing a day. It's about knowing that you're doing this change. You're trying something new for you. And even if it's hard, even if it doesn't go to plan, like you're still trying something. You know what the end goal is, whether it's in 59 days or whether it's in a week or whether it's in two years, but you're trying and you're making it work, but it doesn't have to be perfect. Like I skipped days. I miss days in my journal all the time. I've missed a couple days. I've, there was one, I don't think I finished the last five and I've never done that before. I've always finished it, but it didn't make that a failure journal. It didn't make that a failure. It didn't make just because I don't go to the gym every single day, just because I missed a day during the week, just because I was off for the last week and a half doesn't make me any less motivated or dedicated or anything like that. It just means life happens. And I know day one is always going to be hard. I know like a long weekend is always going to be hard to come back on Monday or Tuesday or whatever the day is. But once I do that, then I'm back in my routine. And then it's just a habit. And then it just keeps going but it's choosing every time it's choosing every time. So that's all I've got to say on creating new memories. Um, again, something that I am continually, uh, working on, but I feel like that's been the biggest game changer in really seeing the different change and the lasting change and reducing that stress and reducing the stress is a huge, huge thing. in just, changing the way that you view fitness and health overall without having an identity crisis i feel like i find myself a lot stronger as i'm working through this kind of stuff so as always if you want more support on these things i do have a lot of journals courses and i do have my one-on-one coaching open as well if you want a lot more one-on-one where we're able to dive in deeply in exactly what's going on with you and I can help you work through those things and we come up with a game plan each time and address things as they come up in real time with your fitness, with your food, with your body image, with anything and everything outside of that that relates to it because healthy living involves everything. So got that available, got my courses available if you want to focus more specifically on just like food or just fitness, movement is what I change it to or just um, creating new habits in general. I have my journals and uh, food and movement experiment journals have courses that go along with it to kind of break down exactly what uh, works best, what I've had my clients go through as they go through the journals or what I know has helped me a lot as I've gone through it as well so you can get the absolute most out of it. But that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And again, tune in next week as I have more podcasts coming up Uh, next week is going to be treating yourself like you're sick, uh, how to create a solid baseline in health. So even on your worst days, you still have a better baseline than most people. So that's what we're going to do. Have a fantastic day. And I will talk to you guys again very, very soon. Bye.